Hello, and thank you for listening. We trust that all is well with you and your family this week. My name is Asif Khan, and I'm an investment advisor with BMO Nesbitt Burns. Today is May 29th, 2020. This is a new addition to our communication. We've been quite regular in providing written updates and access to research. This week, we thought we would try to provide the update in a podcast style. Austin will join me in this update on our next edition as we work out our technical skills of combining audio in this physical distancing world. To start, I wanted to share a quote from economist John Kenneth Galbraith. He says, we have two classes of forecasters, those who don't know and those who don't know if they don't know. So to begin, the following are some notables from this past week. North American markets again moved higher on continued optimism over reopenings. All 50 U.S. states and all Canadian provinces have now at least partially reopened their economies. As social distancing measures are eased, the rate of economic rebound appears to be surprisingly forceful. The European Union is said to be preparing a fiscal package worth more than $800 billion, and Japan is planning new economic stimulus valued in excess of $1 trillion U.S. dollars. We are also now aware that China's economy is having a healthy restart, which could be the playbook that the rest of us follow, though many sectors such as restaurant and retail are still lagging there. Tensions between the U.S. and China appear to be escalating, not necessarily a good thing, and we've seen improved airline traffic across major parts of the world, though quite, not, uh, though quite a bit away from previous numbers. U.S. steel and lumber tr- production has begun decent rebounds. Rail car traffic, hotel occupancy, and vehicle gas purchases are all showing green shoots. Restaurants are starting to see increased activity in Europe, U.S., and Canada, as is retail. Even movie theater activity is picking up in the U.S., though, of course, still very low. Generally, it is is expected that tourism, entertainment, and restaurants will be laggards to the full recovery. Businesses in general are starting to feel the ease with increased revenues. Many workers are either working more hours or getting back to work. Credit card activity is up, again, not near the levels prior to the spread of the virus. Uh, Car traffic is picking up everywhere, and uh, the Apple Mobility uh, app suggests that the U.S. is almost back to full driving. So some surveys have also shown that government stimulus measures have actually improved household income for many which could prove to be a tailwind in current or future spending as many households will not be in as extreme dire straits as originally imagined. It appears that the start and end dates of this recession are now close to being confirmed. We had a peak in economic activity somewhere in February, and the bottom is expected to be confirmed somewhere in mid-April or mid-May. This is only the technical definition as it would appear that the economy is expanding from the lows. However, most economists would agree that the recovery may be rather long, as it will take quite a bit of time to get everyone back to work with the overhang of this new normal. Additionally, most are hopeful that a second round of quarantine will not be required if we collectively can behave well with regards to social distancing. Now, a little bit of an update with regards to the virus and its trends. A little bit concerning are the emerging market countries are having some trouble with flattening their curves. Countries such as India, Mexico, Brazil, and Russia have been seeing escalating trends, though Brazil and Russia appear to be lowering their infection numbers. These countries have been aggressive or are trying to be aggressive with their quarantining efforts. However, they have weaker healthcare systems and less ability to provide fiscal and monetary stimulus. 
Canadian COVID-19 numbers for the last two weeks appear to be heading in the right direction, as of course are the death rates. More importantly, global deaths from COVID-19 have been falling, which may be the better barometer to look at than infection rates. Presently, there are about 4,000 deaths per day around the world, in contrast to 6,000 per day in mid-April. The rise in cases is most likely due to additional testing. However, the lower deaths becomes more meaningful from a statistical perspective. European numbers have been doing well, mainly France, uh, Spain, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, and Sweden have all been trending in the right direction. This, of course, is encouraging news for all of us. Both the U.S. and the United Kingdom have also been trending better, and as stated, Canada's virus contraction figures have been improving as well throughout the weeks. Testing has ramped up everywhere in the Western world, which also assists in helping to do contract tracing if and when cases are determined. Now, a little bit of an update with regards to the, all this talk with regards to vaccines. Uh, there's been some good news when it comes to the science surrounding COVID-19. Uh, it would appear from studies that far more individuals have contracted the virus and that the true fatality rate is a lot less than originally opined. The bad news with this is that it is a lot more contagious than even originally thought, and the virus has spread rather easily. Additionally, the countries who have enjoyed greater success, such as South Korea and Japan, embrace physical distancing and masks, which may be the keys to the rest of the world getting some normalcy back. It appears that being reinfected from COVID-19 seems to be low and that antibodies do provide a measure of immunity. Therefore, eventual herd immunity is theoretically possible. Originally, when everyone was talking about a vaccine, scientists cautioned us that in the past, quick vaccine development meant four years. Then it became more acceptable to be able to predict 12 to 18 months for a vaccine. Now the Bill Gates Foundation has said that optimistically and technically, a vaccine could be developed in nine months. With various countries working around the clock, co-collaborating, government funds being directed to creating a vaccine, and the advancements of science and quick computing power, the vaccine could become more of a reality than a hope. White House Health Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci stated that a second wave of coronavirus is not necessarily inevitable if states reopen up correctly and said there's a good chance a vaccine could be deployed by year's end. Also promising is that approximately 400 clinical trials are underway or planned for vaccines or therapeutics to treat COVID-19. Moderna, which you probably heard about last week, is in phase two trials and close behind are Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer and the London Oxford Group. The surprise could come from China, which is also working swiftly on developing a vaccine, and they've promised to share it with the entire world. There is still concern that the restart needs to occur with good habits and caution so that the opening up of the economies around the world does not prove to be premature. In our previous communications, we've discussed the importance of sticking to your long-term plan. Despite current market conditions, the incredible recovery we have seen since the recent market lows have included some very large gains on certain days, which have caught investors by surprise. By sticking to our plan, we look to avoid the risk of missing out on such days. Keep in mind that we are not predicting a V-shape or a U-shape or a Nike swoosh recovery. We're actually not predicting anything at all. The market and the economy will do what it will do. We just will not be trying to time any of it. We recently read a quote from a former GE executive which said, No amount of sophistication is going to allay the fact that all of your knowledge is about the past and all your decisions are about the future. We live for the future and the future planning of your goals and objectives. 
As always, we are always happy to have a conversation with you on any of these topics. Please call or email us anytime. This being my first such recording, I do hope that you enjoyed it. We will be looking to improve this going forward and perhaps start some video updates as well. We would be delighted if you would forward this to your close friends and family and would appreciate any constructive criticisms you may have. Till the next time, this is Asif Khan signing off from the both of us, Asin and I. Be well and be healthy.